crooked path. He didn't think about God. He knows he can't do nothing crooked. People say, well, yeah, people have broken and hooked and crooked and all this. God can deliver that. God can heal that. But God is going to run around giving you crooked paths and jacked up paths and going to mess up your life. He doesn't do that. A lot of children get caught up in things because they can't take the wrong path. A lot of young girls are sexually molested because their mothers were so hard headed. They got hooked up with some dude from the Carolina. Because he had a few books. Oh, look, they don't know the way of peace because there's no peace in that. They're filled up with the spirit of confusion and they live, they actually give. You ever drive down the highway and talk to that? You're trying to figure out what's going on because the spirit of confusion is back in that day. No, robbery. What you been doing? What you been doing? That's the spirit of that. The devil will soon do his devil, and God is still going to do his actions. 
Do not eat in that city. Do not go back on the city the way you went in. Go another way. Well, Jesus didn't get in. After he went prophesied, some line father told him he came in and said, The Lord said that thou shalt eat with us today. Thou shalt come and eat with us. And the Lord already told him another way. But he said, No, he's going back out the way he came. But of course, Father Ben, because he wasn't paying attention to what God told him, he went and sat down and ate with the Lord's brother and the cross prophet and stopped prophesying truth in the Because thou hast disobeyed God, thou shalt not be. And he sure did. Now, I just told you a line about the prophesying in the covenant. But see, because God is God, he's capable of speaking through me and through that line of the covenant. You can just obey it and you don't That's why you got to know the voice of the Lord. The Bible says, How many of the voice of the Lord died? God. I'm interested in listening to what he's saying. I'm not popular. Amen. I'm not talking about all the better It is what it is. However, that's how it's about. Go to Psalm 24, 15. It's not about how many thousand people follow you and how well you can preach. Well, that's what I'm about to say. The only thing different about me, but before the pandemic, is I drink water after I preach and teach. I didn't drink water when I teach and preach before. I didn't preach and preach. Bible said they were all Other than that, they just run around trying to preach for whatever. That's what they do. This is pandemic. I started drinking water. Oh, that's so Look at Psalms 44. And verse 15. <coughs> Look at that verse. I didn't know it was my friend's mother. 
What, what happened, uh, they told me a story that uh, I had a story about shooting the shit, shooting around with a butcher knife and all that kind of stuff. I put that out of my mind, but I about my business with my friend out. We all sit there having a bunch of people that the nice time. All the sudden, the mother comes running out the kitchen with a big time butcher knife. I'm like, oh, my chasing the shoot at
And let me hear you preach about adultery. You know why? Some of them are homosexual, they want to hear about adultery. But then the other side want to hear about homosexuality, if you preach about homosexuality, because that's what they want to hear. They just want to hear something they want to hear about. Still,
marvelous Christmas day. And I call Christmas the biggest fraud of all time. And everybody gobbled up. Confusion. You don't have to live in confusion. I'm so 
confusion every single day. They live life in so many people trying to commit suicide. The confusion is driving them crazy. They find it, but it's driving them crazy. All of us have heard a story of somebody committing suicide. Yeah, no, you're a story of right? Okay. Do you know most people that talk about they're going to commit suicide and jump off a bridge? They're waiting for somebody to come and help them. They never jump. They know this party was scared and jumped and you think they are, but they need help. So they're going to bring to some police officer, come to some other crazy person and help them. Okay? But when they really want to commit suicide, the devil has truly convinced them they ain't waiting for you. They're going to shoot themselves in the head, they're going to jump off that bridge, jump in front of a car, just like that. They ain't waiting for you to come and talk sense into their head. When they really want to be free and want to help, they're going to wait and stand it on a shot. Somebody comes and talks some sense in their head, and then they come down and get some help. But when they get up their mind, the devil will deceive their mind, suck the life out of their mind, and what they do, he tells them, shut the door. And they wait for nobody to come to do it. And I've made a story about people committing suicide. They made up in their mind, the devil already deceived them, and they did. It's not make-believe, Confusion. Living in the city of confusion. And your whole life is centered around confusion. And you're around a bunch of confused people. And if you know the stable people don't hang around confused people. Stable people don't hang around confused people. Why? They don't want to be a part of that mess. They don't want to be a part of that matter. Whether they're running about their name, their reputation, they don't want to be a member. The city of confusion is a, a lifestyle, not a person is. The city of confusion is where madness ensues, and they ain't stopping madness. They do all kinds of crazy stuff. They don't think of it they do. They just do stop. Yes, I got it. Let's do one more scripture. Let's go to Jeremiah 29 and 7. The word of God is never going to change. It doesn't matter what people say. God's word never changes. Not for me, not for you, not for Harry. Come on. Look at that earth. <coughs> this is something God said we're supposed to do. This is something God said that we must do if we want to get out of confusion. See, it's not enough just to get saved. People let people tell the preachers tell people, once you get saved, everything is going to be right. That's the Bible never said that. The Bible never said that. And once you get saved, everything's going to be all right. If you ain't got no money and no job, it ain't all right. It's not all right if you don't have no money. You ain't got no good enough to do it. You give me your heart to the Lord. Everything's going to be all right. After service, all that excitement is all up. Then you go in home. Or if you have a home, you live in the street, you got no food. And the preacher just told you, you 
gave me a life for the Lord. Everything is going to be alright. And now you have to in the dirt. Look at that verse. Jeremiah 29 and 7. And seek the peace of the sea. Will I force you to be carried away captive? Pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof, he shall have peace. That is the day. Seek the peace of the city. Whether I have called you to be uh, carried away captive, then pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof, he shall have peace. You have to seek peace. You have to pursue peace. The Bible says, peace follow all men and holiness without no man a shall see the Lord. We have to seek peace. And don't bother your life. It's not something God gave you. It's a secret. The only thing I know, the scripture said that God gave every man, and that's another thing. The Bible says God had given every man a measure of faith, whether he knows it or not, whether he knows it or not, he goes in his grave and never uses it. But But there's no way in the Bible say you were born with peace. There's no way in the Bible say that God said you were born with wisdom. He said, maybe the right was a little less off. You have to ask for these things. You don't get it. It's just a fool. I have peace. No. I've learned about wisdom because I used to ask God for wisdom. When he gave me wisdom, he turned around and told me to use what you have already. This scripture here is telling you what you need to do. Seek the peace in the sea. You have to seek peace. You have to spend time to seek peace in the sea. Now let me talk about the city of confusion. You have to seek peace. One way to seek peace is just to yourself and pray to people. That's one way. Another way is to pay your bill one time so there won't be so much confusion to you. There's many ways to seek peace in the city, but the scripture is telling you that in that peace in the city, you'll find peace. Do you know people live in confusion because they live the love they need? They don't have no peace. They're trying to keep up with everybody else, and they can't afford it. But it's perfect. You have to seek the peace in the city if you want God to work with you. You have to do it. I have to do it. We used to spend time with people calling on God. They used to fast, they used to pray. They don't bless them no more. No, no, no. If they do it, they do it to be saved. I bless them a whole week. So what? Who cares? That's what we treat you with God. But then again, if you're not seeking God, you're better with demons. Now, you're not going to tell the story for you this. You have to really tell the story for you. In a city of confusion, there's all kinds of stuff that comes along. All kinds of spirits trying to do in a city of confusion. Why? Because God is not involved in confusion. The Bible makes it clear that God is not an author of confusion. Yeah, nothing to do with it. You don't have nothing to do with it. Whatsoever he think God is God is one that uh he's all of mine. He said, no, that's the man. You gotta know who's in charge of what. The sooner we know what God 
shows you are. All of us need to know what these shows you are, where we're going to have you off the end. It's automatically know certain things. But over the years, things change. Process and change. But you got to keep up. It's the same thing with God's word. There's no way on the earth you're going to know God without knowing his word. He said he sent his word and healed them. And then we're going to come there and destruct him. Notice he said he sent it. He sent it. Now, the scriptures are you to seek the peace of the city yourself. Seeking peace means seeking faith in God. Why? If you want to rest. The Bible says, therefore, they were willing to rest to the people of God. Because the truth is, they didn't really want that peace. They wanted what they wanted. Everybody that came out of Egypt did not come out like God. And first of all, they wanted to die to come out of Egypt. He's going to tell the whole story. They were just asking God, begging God, that the taskmaster would like to burn that's really what they were doing. They were the best trying to bring out of Egypt. They were thinking about that. They would have gone to have the taskmaster to lighten the burden of all the work that had been doing. They were the trying to come out of Egypt. Read your Bible. You will see some of that. You're going to go back. Why should we die out here? Well, we had to do that thing. Now, all of a sudden, they had to do it. All of a sudden, they were going to go to all of us. That's what they were doing. But yet, when Moses brought them out, they would start complaining. Why did Moses bring us out here and die? And we had a good time here. And God said, wait a minute. You telling me you had a good deal of asking me to bring you out of here? I thought you were going to have me. I thought you were suffering. No, we all right here for you to eat up the bird and all that. We were staying here. That's how the city confusion operates. Just leave it up a little. Just leave it up a little. That's why people lie. But a lot of times, totally destroyed. Preachers lie. Become totally destroyed when they get exposed to doing stuff that they should not do. In some cases, they didn't know repay <clears throat> Did you hear what I said? In some cases, they know that they burnt up their ministry. They just set a fire to that if I had no, if nothing of mine to do better, I'm going to get us all this bad. But I'm going to tell you something I learned about the waters. God just had them go around and expose the people of what they do. He warned them first. He warned them first. You keep saying they're warning, but then all of a sudden the silence he has nothing else to say. Because yeah. you know you're not going to change anything. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be preaching that's why in our life we live, speak louder. You know the words you can ever, ever say, or well, big time prayers you can pray in front of people to be seen. It's okay, God. This was it. This was really you. If Christ ain't in you, we don't tell it today. Somebody can live there. <laughs> People don't understand. There's a scripture in the Bible that tells us men are not where you are going. That's the question. God, we're not doing this alone. Somebody living in us. It is the God of heaven and earth. God of heaven and earth. But somebody's living in us. That's why we have to be willing by ourselves whosoever will. Let them come. Keep living in the 
of confusion and madness in their daily lives. A person that really wanted to be free, when they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, they come. They were running to I don't care. They don't get from anybody. I remember so many stories of people like that. They were they wanted to get out. There was madness in the home that they were shot with the guy. It was when they heard that I could not say they were the first to come around. You don't have to tell me what you like to be would you like to say, but no, the men are all called here and there by first one day. You didn't have to tell them, come on, come on, give me that address. They're not saying they can't be played. But nobody knew why. They were asking God to save them from their city of confusion, but they couldn't take the madness no more. And uh, they wanted to come out. And then they wanted God to break out so they could go live somewhere else. Hey, I heard many stories. I heard many stories of women actually tied up their clothes and their children, and somebody, not even acting this way, and they're tied up in a child and run out and go to somebody. I actually know somebody that did that. She never told me what was really going on in the house. Whatever it was, she had to actually walk away from everything. She had to walk away from everything with someone she had in the house. She feared her child life and her life. She didn't grab her child and and never return. That's, that's, that's something to think about. When you want to be free from the city of confusion, you're going to respond to the gospel. You're going to respond. And you're not going to have to beg you. Come on, give your life to the Lord. You love the Lord, love me. You ain't got to tell them that. They're going to beat you for all the time. I'm telling you, I really think about that. You only have to beg them. You know, today we got to rub you down and make you feel good. Say all kinds of good words to you, get you to the altar and crank you up and pet you down and all of this stuff. Oh, you got a nice little fuck. Oh, you say all kinds of things to get up to the altar. I'm just going to tell you this. You need to go on and need to repent. Just take them all time. No, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Okay. But today, though, we've been watching this broadcast today. It's Christmas Eve. Are you living in the city of confusion? Are you living in the city of madness? We have to all get right with God. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a one-moment thing. It's a daily process. Folks, and I got to give up. Not one day. Not get rid of God. Not get rid of the about God. Don't be watching this broadcast. Listen to the broadcast. And you don't know the Lord is your personal Savior. Today is an opportunity on this Christmas Eve to get right with God. Come out of the city of confusion. Come running to Jesus. I know that's not Come running to Jesus. I say, come running to me. Actually, I can't help you because I'm not the Savior. I can pray for you, but it's up to you to accept the Savior. So I want to pray for those that's on the listen to the broadcast. And if you like the Lord, but I know that people say, oh, nothing happened. Nothing because you were really accept. I can pray for you all day. If you do accept the prayer, ain't nothing happening. It's just a tribute. Everyone stand with me now. As those that's watching this broadcast and listening to it now, let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every little soul. That's under the sound of my voice in this place and in this broadcast. 
as you say, deliver and make free. In Jesus' name. Now, I need you when I watch this broadcast, I pray free or simple prayer with me. That's God, Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my life, and save me right now. I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Help me stay out of the city of confusion. Oh, God, and grow in you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. What I need you to do is just stop reading the Bible. Once you get a Bible, start reading from the book of St. John. Those of you that are watching the broadcast, they don't know God for yourself. Start reading from the book of St. John. I hope you understand. So you learn who Jesus Christ is. We have service next. Our final Sunday next Wednesday night at 815, and then service on Sunday evening, next Sunday evening, at 515 and 210. Be saved and be faithful to God in Jesus' name.